0: Hi, Nick here. Just uh, a quick public service announcement to say that this week's uh, podcast was recorded via FaceTime uh, over some slightly dodgy internet connection from Mexico, where Joe is currently on holiday. So the sound quality is what you might call suboptimal at points. And I'll be honest, the content's nothing much to write home about either. So listen, you've got two choices. You can either power on through and uh, make allowances, or you can sort of just turn it off and go and do something more useful and generally give thanks that we've given you 20 minutes of your life back that you could have wasted listening to the mid-faith crisis podcast anyway normal service will be resumed as soon as we work out what normal service is in the meantime on with the show what have you done to your head yeah well uh, turns out uh, very old houses have very low doorways. Oh
1: no! Don't tell me you've moved into one of those houses.
0: Yeah, I was moving in, so there was two vans outside moving stuff in. And I was trying to tell them where to go. I had a phone call from people delivering the washing machine, so I picked up the phone. And I'm moving, I'm running around trying to, and I smacked straight into the top of a doorway. Oh, yeah. So I'm answering the door to these people with blood streaming down my. They thought I was a serial killer. You know, I <laughs> yeah. thought, what kind of what have we come to? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so basically
1: and so, when I ever come to visit you, I'm gonna get my head smacked a lot.
0: Well that's true of wherever we meet, isn't it?
1: Well not that all.
0: No, it's I I would be smacking your head.
1: Oh I see, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, welcome everybody to episode I have no idea. I mean, I absolutely have no idea. No, I haven't got uh, <laughs> no, of, of the Mid-Faith Crisis podcast. My name is Nick Page. And there, in what can only be described as a state of undress, on my screen, is Joe Davis.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I apologise. Because uh, I'm, I'm recording in the quietest place I can find on this island, which is our bedroom, but without... The air conditioning on, so just the fan on. So I am very, very hot. So I am sitting in an alluring manner on Alphabet.
0: <laughs> you are hot in only the traditional sense of the word. try and stay focused. Oh okay, alright. <laughs> yeah. You are a stumbling block, I'll be honest. <laughs> So uh, listen we we've, we've made several attempts to do this and uh, oh, yeah. various things have got in the way not not least me uh, moving into the house and you having it yeah. can only be described as an incident packed holiday to some extent. Um yeah, didn't? Uh, so we're we'll just trying to give you an update uh, dear listeners on on where we are and um and what's been happening with us. Um, okay. So h- how I suppose the question is how are you?
1: Well, I'm okay. I mean, my stomach clearly is showing the signs of having a pina colada or five and and maybe one or two tacos more than is absolutely necessary. (laughs) But but we're having a lovely relaxing time. So that's the good news. The bad news is my brother is currently in ITU uh, where he's been for the last few days because he is really very poorly. He's had uh, an infection and then they discovered a... Uh, uh, A stone in his urinary tract A seven millimetre stone In a two millimetre urinary tract Doesn't sound very good to me does it I mean No no no. God bless him Uh, Plus he's got all sorts of other complications So um, yeah He's he's pretty poorly And we were very very worried about him At one stage but he seems to be Through the worst of this current incident Mm. So uh, Good to be here for him and for Patty uh, His wife so yeah, so it's, it's fixed, but um, yeah, we love him, he's in good hands, and uh, meantime, we're very warm, and it's sunny and lovely outside. What's it like in England?
0: It's, it's <coughs> raining.
1: <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but it is. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's pretty, it's pretty wet out there.
1: So look, let's, let's cut to the chase. You're mm. I, I mean I can't help noticing firstly the wallpaper behind you, very interesting. Mm. you choose use that.
0: Mm. Nice. I like it. No, it's already in in place. We haven't had time to rewall. Well keep
1: it. It's nice. Okay. Um and how how are you, other than you know, there's a large chunk missing out of your head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um I'm pretty I'm pretty tired. Uh it's been, a, as listeners know, it's been a fairly long, drawn out uh, process. And then uh, and, and what you get is you get lots of sort of uh, stress points. It's, normally with moving, you get some very intense stress points, like, you know, the moving day when you move out and you move in. But because yeah. of the way that we had to do it this time, we've had several moving outs. And...
1: Yeah, exactly. Let's try and make an already stressful process a little bit more stressful if we can.
0: Yeah, and several moving ins. So we um we picked up the key on on last Friday and uh, had the move in on Monday and Tuesday. And so and there's loads to do. There's just, there's just lots of things to be fixed. I mean, it, there's always obviously the unpacking, but there's there's lots of sort of maintenance stuff and installation. And so when I finish this, I've got the joys of going, and uh you know, altering the plumbing so that I can install a dishwasher. Oh well, um, well you're handy. But I quite enjoy that. Well, I quite enjoy that bit. Um, I quite enjoy sort of fixing things. That's quite nice. But there's, believe me, there's a lot to fix. Um, yeah, right. But it's fascinating. I, t- I tell you what's really interesting is it, this is a this is a very old house. Um, and uh, the core of it is probably sort of, well, they say 16th century, early 16th wow. century. Um, and the funny thing is you can see it in the walls. So if you go upstairs, there's timbers that actually are the roof line of the original house. Because basically they built wow. the rest of it expanding all around it they just sort of added it on and they left these original timbers there so you you then go up into the attic which is not advised really but uh, but you go up there and you can see where the original carpenter left marks to show which which roof timber joined with which because it was built you know it wasn't built in place it was built elsewhere and then put up so so there's this sense of this sort of older House being encased in a sort of modern, well, it's relatively modern. It's, it's early 18th century, but it's relatively modern sort of exterior, really, and lots of add-ons.
1: This makes so much sense that you, I, I mean, unless you moved into an actual church, this sounds like <laughs> this sounds like very much the kind of building you would love.
0: <laughs> well, it it it's a former pub, and uh, so both places of worship, you know. So that's... <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about it because one of the shocking things was the sheer amount of stuff that, and we got rid of loads, as you know, over the the time preparation, but but just stuff kept coming in. Towards the end, the removal men were going, where shall I put this? And I go, I don't want it. I don't know what it is. Take it away. (laughs) I just have it. Let me give it to you. I don't want any of it. It's it's funny really. You're aware when it's moving in how much your house is a sort of muse- your possessions rather a sort of museum of yourself. They're all yeah, they're all yeah. reflecting who you are. So in fact, yeah. it was when we moved in when we just got the key and you had this empty sort of shell of a house. It didn't really feel like connected to us. Mm. But when you put the stuff in that's connected to you. And and you bring in bits of your past, and mm. you know, like paintings done by my father-in-law, and in and, and all this kind of stuff, and 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 photos, and suddenly it becomes you. It's it, yeah. it's it's interesting how much yeah. the possessions uh, reflect your personality. So I think they're mixed back. I'm trying to think it all through at the moment because you know, often in sort of Christian terms, we're told all you know, possessions are very bad things, and you shouldn't have mm. them, and and you should give them away to the poor or something. Yeah. Like that. And and they, when we do overconsume. I think that's true. But actually, they're also part of you. They're also a reflection of your history. They're built up over the years. And so, um, you know, there's there's that to them as well. So, you know, it's a really interesting mm. process that I need I to they reflect on. A bit and more. I think the
1: possessions, you know, I think the possessions we've tended to keep are ones that tell a story or remind us of a story in our lives. You know, it's not, the, mm. oh, there's a nice thing, we're buy it, but it's characterless because it, mm. it has no connection with us. Generally, they're things that have meant something to us and tell a story.
0: Yeah, and I mean, even the house itself. Like I was saying, this sort of this this older thing yeah. encased in this new thing. It's a bit like a, it's a metaphor, really. It's it's kind of like well, you know, we're all like that. We all have this 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 older, <laughs> this older <laughs> yeah. sort of central core yeah. within us. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, isn't some mid-faith crisis like this? We all got this central core within us, but over the years, you've had all kinds of bits added on. And and actually, what you want to do generally is sort of strip that back and get back to, to the the original thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, there we go. That's enough metaphor from me. I think.
1: No, oh, yeah. that's great. It's it's fantastic. It's good to see you happy, and it's lovely to speak to you actually inside your new home because yes. I thought for some while this would never happen.
0: <laughs> it was um it was a very dodgy uh, procedure, but anyway, um no, and it's got the the best thing about it. It's just down the road. There's a, an amazing sort of old sort of junky kind of DIY place and and it's got everything and so I can just go and buy bits to do stuff and that's great fun. Oh, yeah, excellent.
1: Mm. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it.
0: Well, you you shall be invited and I recommend you wear a hard hat. Okay.
1: Well, I, I certainly shall. Now, listen, um, I know we're not going to do feedback as such, but mm. I did get this in from Andrea, and I just want to read it to you. Okay. Uh, uh, she, said, she said this, she said, "'Finish watching something, "'so TV went back to BBC One's Songs of Praise.'" Oh, that can happen sometimes, which is really annoying. Your program <laughs> finishes and the TV flips about, and what's it on? It's on Songs of Praise. And she said, <laughs> all, all they were singing was, "'Fly to Jesus, fly to Jesus.'" Had to switch it off as I was laughing so much. Anyway, thanks as always for the podcast. So there is an actual song, that contains the lyrics, fly to Jesus, fly to Jesus. And I did check out whether it was real or not. And it does appear to be a hymn where the end of it goes, fly to Jesus, fly to Jesus. So there you go. <laughs> I,
0: I, I think when the hymn was written, it, it, if it's if the one I'm thinking of, it, 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 it was at least, um, you know, before actual flying. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. I th- I think so. So well, I mean, you... it means just sort of go to him, seek shelter in him, you know, run to him, well, rush to him. Yeah.
1: Okay. And those all of those options might have been better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, yes, but the point is, when the person wrote it, they, yeah. the, the, the Ryanair didn't exist, so it's kind of like <laughs> they weren't
1: suggesting a charter flight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they weren't suggesting check-in. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> go through security although again it's very a number of metaphors there aren't there? <laughs> so, you know yeah. have you got your uh have you got your um um landing card or whatever yeah. no what's it called what's it? have you got your boarding pass and yeah. all that you know
1: yeah oh i tell you what i've been reading some good books because obviously time to catch up on me re- i you know i don't read as fast as you so i mean when i say good books i've done three so far rachel's probably done 33 i would imagine but um uh, most of what, her suitcase was comprised of books.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: Because she prefers books to Kindle. We keep having this conversation all the time about, you know, it makes perfect sense when you go on holidays to take a Kindle. Mm. But we don't like reading books on a Kindle, we like actual paper and actual books the whole.
0: Yeah. So I once went on a holiday and took 17 paperbacks with me I can believe it! And that. I got through them That was a two-week holiday And I got through them after about a week and a half <laughs> did you? I can believe that Yeah, because it was a beach holiday And what you do you, know, yeah, exactly. what you do? You read, yeah, you? yeah, exactly you you read, don't you? exactly It's that's a right. joy Anyway, so tell me about what you've been reading Well,
1: no, I'm currently reading this one As promised The Statue of the Oh, White. great The Well, yeah. you say, oh, great I mean, as yet I mean, I'm, I'm going to push through it It's not a long book it's quite dense, but it's it's not long. I'm waiting for him to make a big point, really. I mean, perhaps that's right. the whole point. You you wait the entire book, and he goes, there you are, <laughs> <laughs> there you are. That's, that's you're waiting.
0: <laughs> well. I I think it does start slowly and it starts with quite a lot of Greek stuff, doesn't it? He's
1: wanting to get the theology in place about this whole business of Jesus being handed over. Yes. And what that being handed over means and how the biblical narrative changes from that point in the gospel. So it's interesting and I can see that it is relevant. So I'm I'm staying with it. But I read that book. Oh, what's it called? It's the one you bought me. The other year about the Church in the World. I think that's what it's called, Church in the World. Oh, okay. That was great. Really good. By Victoria Laws, is it? Or Laws? Anyway, that was really good. And, um, and also, I've read a book that a listener recommended. Becky uh, recommended this book, The Jesus Myth, A Psychologist's mm. Viewpoint. Absolutely fascinating. Um, it's by a chap called Chris Scott. And uh, somebody may be getting that as a little housewarming present. Because I've been oh, okay. see what you think of that. And, um, and we'll discuss that when I get back. But um, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm sure you'll have quite strong it. views on it. That's what I think. <laughs> but, it's, but here's the good news for a chap like me. It's 67 pages long. So it can be...
0: It, I love it already. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there's no
0: pictures apart
1: from the one on the front. But um, 67 pages. And he packs a lot in those 67 pages, that's for sure. So highly recommend oh, that. Great. To anyone listening and um, so yeah that's been good but yeah just so good to uh to slow down And i, I spent a significant mm. amount of the, the first week just sleeping i thought oh i must be ill i've got a virus i'm not sure i, I was ill <laughs> it's just falling apart
0: i've been thinking about this because i've noticed with myself um being so tired just how tetchy I am and grumpy and and many people would say oh well no change there then but I mean even more so than normal and I think it's just amazing isn't it the baggage of of tiredness you can carry around with you the burden of it and what struck me was that quite often on the podcast we've talked about the 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 spiritual discipline of sleep yeah uh, and rest yeah and and I do think actually your ability to be Uh, you know patient and and kind and compassionate and jesus-like generally is so affected by your your tiredness levels your energy
1: yeah i'm sure that's right
0: yeah yeah and and yeah you never hear that really talked about very much in churches you're you're supposed to be able to turn the jesus bit on off or off but actually if you pay attention to your own um Sort of physical state. That's a real indicator of of uh, 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 of well, that's that's a re- that really yeah. affects your spirituality.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's Richard Foster wrote in one of his books, and he's the only spiritual sort of devotional writer I've ever known say this. The first thing you should do whenever you go on retreat is sleep. Mm. He says because most people go on retreat to you know pray a bit, and you can't pray if you're tired. You just can't. No, and I don't know we talk. About that in the podcast before, but you, you know, it's such a ob- bleaching obvious point, isn't it? You can't break your side you just fall yeah. asleep. So, you, what you need to do is fall asleep and catch up yes. and rest. Yes, so yeah, you know, we're doing the holiday and I feel ready to pray now. <laughs> yeah,
0: very good. Well, there's a writer uh, called Patrick Lee Fermor, travel writer, and he wrote A Time to Keep Silent, which is a book about him going to a Trappist monastery. He wasn't a uh, Christian, particularly, oh. I don't think he was. And um, that's the thing that struck him straight away, how much he slept. Mm. He just slept and slept and slept because he's in silence. And mm. and it's almost like you can take all that stuff off of having to talk, having to yeah. you know interact with people or having to do small talk or whatever. All that can be taken away. And, and, and what happens? You just go zonk, just go out like a light. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I, I think that's reinforced for me the fact that quite often... Um, you know, perhaps we should be a little bit more aware of our own physical state because it, it really deeply impacts our ability to, to, to be a disciple, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, back to this um, book that you recommended, The Statue of Waiting. Mm. I, think, I think one of the points he's trying to make is we live in this myth that, you know, we are what we do and how busy we are and all that sort of stuff. So he is addressing that kind of thing, you know, and, and really trying to critique it. Um which I think is a good thing. Yeah, we're not. We are beings, not doings. And it's such a cliche, isn't it? But, I mean, there is such truth to that.
0: Oh, absolutely. No, he he, he talks very much, Vanston talks very much about the, the way that we privilege action. Yeah. And, uh, and that you are, if you are inactive, either yeah. um, by choice or by circumstances, you're viewed as somehow... Yeah. A second-class sort of citizen, yeah. at least, yeah. and certainly a yeah. second-class Christian. You know, you're yes. not being proactive. You're not. You're not. Um, you, you know, oh. you, you've got the Protestant work ethic for one thing. Yeah. You don't have the Protestant sleep ethic, right. but perhaps yeah. you should. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's good. I think I'm going to invent it. Anyway, look, I don't want to interrupt your your holiday anymore and your deeply important uh, <laughs> siesta. And also, yeah, exactly. I just don't. I, I don't want to see that much of you on the FaceTime, but, you know, there's too much. I could show you more. <laughs> no, please don't. Please don't. Um, anyway, so uh, I don't think, I, th- I think we should uh, say thank you for listening to everybody and we should uh, get back to our respective tasks.
1: Absolutely. And, and friends, you know, we're, I'm going to be back at the end of next week. So, you know, keep the emails coming in and, and we'll pick up on them. But also we do wish you a bit, it's very easy for me to say on, in another country but i wish you well and i hope those of you that are stressed and tired get a bit of rest that you need we'll come back to this thing i think
0: yeah yeah very much and buddy.
1: yeah moving into Thank your you. house with yes. all your boxes to unload yeah
0: yeah well i've decided that the weekend i'm not uh, i'm i'm, I'm uh, gonna have at least one day of not unloading stuff i think and uh, just enjoy the new place and enjoy the new circumstances and, and maybe go to a pub that hasn't closed.
1: Yes, indeed. <laughs> okay, mate. Bless you and thanks everyone for listening and we'll be back soon.